Hello, and welcome to this very special Christmas Eve broadcast. My name is Nick, and I'm going to be reading you some Christmas poetry as I lead you into the Christmas night and into Christmas tomorrow. So, I'm going to be playing a few Christmas songs tonight and reading some Christmas poetry, all from some tales of long ago. So, let's start off, speaking of long ago, with a poem called The Christmas Long Ago by James Whitcomb Riley. Come, sing a hail hi-ho for the Christmas long ago, when the old log cabin homed us from the night of blinding snow, where the rarest joy held rain and the chimney roared amain, with the firelight like a beacon through the frosty window pane. Ah, the revel and the din, from without and from within, the blend of distant sleigh bells with the plinking violin, the muffled shrieks and cries, then the glowing cheeks and eyes, the driving storm of greetings, gusts of kisses and surprise. Sing, sweetest of all glees, of the taffy makers, please, and round the saucers in the snow, the children think as bees, and sing each chubby cheek, chin and laughing, lips a streak, with a sweeter sweetness than the tongue of song can speak. Sing in again the mirth of the circle round the hearth, with the rustic Sinbad telling us the strangest tales of earth, and the minstrel bard we know, with the lovier so true, likewise his young house carpenter and loved Henry too. And forgetting ne'er a thing, lift a gladder voice and sing of the dancers in the kitchen, clean from start to pigeon wing. Sing the glory and the glee, and the joy and jubilee, the twirling form, the quickened breath, the sigh of ecstasy. The eyes that smile alone, back into our happy own, the leaping pulse, the laughing blood, the trembling undertone. Ho, pair us off once more, with our feet once upon the floor, and our heads and our hearts in heaven, as they were in days of yore. Now, if you're just tuning in, my name is Nick. I'm your storyteller for tonight. And tonight we are reading through some Christmas Eve poetry. So if you want to just settle down or settle your kids down and get ready for a sweet, sweet sleep, then make sure to tune in. Now we are going to read a poem called The Snow Shower. Stand here by my side and turn, I pray, on the lake below thy gentle eyes. The clouds hang over it, heavy and grey, and dark and silent the water lies. And out of that frozen mist the snow, in wavering flakes, begins to flow. Flake after flake, they sink in the dark and silent lake. See how in a living swarm they come, from the chambers beyond that misty veil. Some hover a while in air, and some rush prone from the sky like summer hail. All dropping swiftly or settling slow, meet and are still in the depths below, flake after flake, dissolved in the dark and silent lake. Here delicate snow stars out of the cloud come floating downward in airy play, like spangles dropped from the glistening crowd 
that whiten by night the Milky Way. There broader and burlier, masses fall, the sullen water buries them all. Flake after flake, all drowned in the dark and silent lake. And some as on tender wings they glide, from their chilly birth cloud, dim and grey, are joined in their fall, and side by side, come clinging along their unsteady way. As friend with friend, or husband with wife, makes hand in hand the passage of life, each mated flake soon sinks in the dark and silent lake. Lo, while we are gazing in swifter haste, stream down the snows till the air is white. As myriads by myriads madly chased, they fling themselves from their shadowy height. Their fair, frail creatures of middle sky, what speed they make with their grave so nigh, flake after flake, to lie in the dark and silent lake. I see in thy gentle eyes a tear, they turn to me in sorrowful thought. Thou thinkest of friends, the good and dear, who were for a time, and now are not. Like these fair children of cloud and frost, that glisten a moment, and then are lost. Flake after flake, all lost in the dark and silent lake. Yet look again, for the clouds divide, a gleam of blue on the water lies. And far away on the mountainside, a sunbeam falls from the opening skies. But the hurrying host that flew between, the cloud and the water, no more is seen. Flake after flake, at rest in the dark and silent lake. Coming up next, we've got another lovely poem. This one is less specifically about Christmas, but it is still about the Christmas time. Because especially around at the moment, with the whole pandemic and such, I know that a lot of people aren't going to be able to see each other in person. But still, they'll be able to speak over the telephone. And our next poem is called The Telephone. The world stood still for a thousand years, and crept for a thousand more. This wonderful world, with wings for ears, like the messenger god of yore. And winged feet, and winged wand, and a wing on its either hand, and more than Mercury wore. It bridles and rides a furnace's foal, with iron and hammer for sire. Great clouds of white from their nostrils roll, and it feeds its horses' fire. They are blooded stocked, the engines swift, beneath their heels the distances drift, like snows from the Arctic Pole. They rattle across the meridian lines, and down the parallels play. They marry together the palms and pines a thousand miles in a day. The world has trained a wonderful wire, a nerve of a root for articulate fire, and taught the lightnings to say. Dear Mary, be mine, carload of swine, one ton of cheese, Maria dead. Joy, it's a boy, I'm coming to dine, send soap, she's married to Fred. The humblest of words, like angels fly, a thousand miles in the flash of an eye, you hear before they are said. 
What happened at ten, you know at nine, and you away in the west. They distance along the lightning line, the sun in the golden rest. They talk today in audible tone, the telegraph turns the telephone, and parted lovers are blessed. Think of a girl in a lonely hour, no bow in forty miles. She sits by the tube of talking power. She thinks a minute and smiles. I'll call my John, you fancy her say. He lives but a hundred miles away and banish the weary wiles. Behold them at the ends of the line, this John, his black-eyed boon. His head and hers to the wire incline, and she sings him Bonnie Doon. He sighs for the only thing amiss. He has no voice, but then he can kiss. He might as well be in the moon. For emptier than an east wind's laughed is a lover's kiss by telegraph. You are listening to 106.9 Tune FM. My name is Nick. I am your storyteller all night long. And we are reading some poems, some Christmas poems, to get you into the Christmas spirit. So, whether you're getting prepared for Christmas festivities tomorrow, or laying down to sleep, waiting for the Christmas joy of tomorrow, enjoy as I read you the Christmas tree. Oh, the Christmas tree, the Christmas tree, green are the boughs of the Christmas tree. And wherever I am, on the land or the sea, there always appears at this season to me the vision bright of a Christmas tree. Have been in lands where ice and snow were all around, above and below, but even then I caught the glow, shimmering over a wintry sea from a distant land and the Christmas tree. In lands that are scorched by a tropical sun, where summer and winter are both as one. I have stood on the shore where the day was done and caught the echoes of innocent glee from a faraway land and a Christmas tree. Wherever I am, in the east or the west, though distant from home and the ones I love best, I feel that I am by its memories blessed, and over the miles intervening I see the glimmering light of the Christmas tree. Let the voices of sorrows and mourning cease, and the mourner break forth in a carol of peace, and over each care like a golden fleece, fall the halo of love with its benison free on the hearts that are cheered by the Christmas tree. Away with all doubts, all cares and fears, it is not the season for sighs and tears, for down through the eighteen hundred years comes a voice that is saying to you and to me, Rejoice, for I gave you the Christmas tree. Brightly the stars may be shining tonight, the moon flood the world with its silvery light, or the clouds hide the moon and the stars from our sight, but we care not how heavy the darkness may be, there's no cloud over the light of the Christmas tree. There are gifts here for all, for the young and the old. Here are trinkets and toys of more value than gold. 
May the warm hearts that proffer them never grow old, but look back from the heights of the future to be at the bright shining lights of the Christmas tree. Oh, the Christmas tree, the Christmas tree, tis a beautiful sight for the eye to see. The cheerful wave of its branches green, and friendship's gift that are placed between. Oh, a beautiful sight is the Christmas tree. Welcome back to our special Christmas Eve broadcast. My name is Nick. I am your host all night long. I am your storyteller. And I am reading a series of poems all around Christmas. Now, our next one isn't specifically a Christmas poem, but it's still to do with the idea of Christmas. One of the big things to do with Christmas is to be home with family and friends. And hence, this next story is called Home. There is a land of every land the pride, Beloved by heaven o'er all the world beside, Where brighter suns disperse serener light, And milder moons emparadise the night. A land of beauty, virtue, valour, truth, Time-tutored age and love-exalted youth, the wandering mariner whose eyes explores the wealthiest isles, the most enchanting shores. Views not a realm so bountiful and fair, nor breathes the spirit of a purer air. In every clime, the magnet of his soul, touched by remembrance, trembles to that pole. For in this land of heaven's peculiar grace, the heritage of nature's noblest race, there is a spot of earth supremely blessed, a dearer, sweeter spot than all the rest. Where man, creation's tyrant, casts aside his sword and scepter, pageantry and pride, while in his softened looks benignly blend the sire, the son, the husband, brother, friend. Here woman reigns, the mother, daughter, wife, strewn with fresh flowers, the narrow way of life. In the clear heaven of her delightful eye, an angel guard of loves and graces lie. Around her knees, domestic duties meet, and fireside pleasures gamble at her feet. Where shall that land, that spot of earth, be found? Art thou a man, a patriot? Look around. Oh, thou shalt find, However thy footsteps roam, that land, thy country, and that spot, thy home. Man through all ages of revolving time, unchanging man in every varying clime, deems his own land of every land the pride, beloved of heaven, o'er all the world beside. His home, the spot of earth supremely blessed, a dearer, sweeter spot, than all the rest. Welcome back to our special Christmas Eve broadcast. My name is Nick, I'm your storyteller all night long, and coming up next, we've got a special Christmas poem. This one is called Christmas Eve.
Oh, hush thee, little dear my soul, the evening shades are falling. Hush thee, my dear, dost thou not hear the voice of the master calling? Deep lies the snow upon the earth, but all the sky is ringing with joyous song, and all night long the stars shall dance with singing. Oh, hush thee, little dear my soul, and close thine eyes in dreaming, and angels fair shall lead thee where the singing stars are beaming. A shepherd calls his little lambs, and he longeth to caress them. He bids them rest upon his breast, that his tender love may bless them. So hush thee, little dear my soul, whilst evening shades are falling, and above the song of the heavenly throng thou shalt hear the master calling. Welcome back to our special Christmas Eve broadcast. My name is Nick. I am your storyteller all night long. And coming up next, we've got a poem called The Story of the Holly Sprig by Arthur Upson. I'd be the shiniest green, wished once a sprig of holly, that e'er a yule was seen, and decked some banquet jolly. I'd be the cheeriest red, wished once that holly berry, that e'er a board rich spread, helped make the feasters merry. The life within them heard, down dark and silent courses, for each wish is a word to those fair hidden sources. All summer in the wood, while they were riper growing, the deep roots understood, and helped them without knowing. In a little market store, and Yule, that spring lay waiting, for fine folk, one and all, passed by that open grating. That eve of Christmas Day, it had been passed by many, when one turned not away, and bought it for a penny. Hers was a home of care, which not a wreath made jolly. The only Christmas there was that sweet sprig of holly. Oh, this is better far than banquet, thought the berry. The leaves growed like a star and made the cottage merry. You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. My name is Nick. I'm your storyteller all night long. And coming up next, we've got a fantastic Christmas poem that I think you're really going to like. It's a Christmas poem called The Christmas Fires by Haven Schaufer. The Christmas fires brightly gleam and dance among the holly boughs. The Christmas pudding's spicy steam with fragrance fills the house. While merry grows each friendly soul over the foaming wassail bowl. Resplendent stands the glittering tree, weighted with gifts for old and young. The children's faces shine with glee, and joyous is each tongue. While lads and lassies come and go under the festive mistletoe. When suddenly the frosty air is filled with music, voices sweet. Lo, see the Christmas 
weights are there, snow-crowned and bared of feet. Yet highly and clear their voices ring, and glad their Christmas caroling. Welcome back to this special Christmas Eve broadcast on 106.9 Tune FM. My name is Nick, I'm your storyteller tonight, and tonight I'm going to read you a very special poem. Our next poem is one that you should know. It's called Twas the Night Before Christmas, or also A Visit from St. Nicholas, written by Clement Clark Moore. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clutter, I sprang from the bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave the luster of midday to objects below, when what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and a tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles, his courses they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetop, the courses they flew, with the sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas, too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard of his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he left tight in his teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work 
and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk, and laying his finger aside of his nose, and giving a nod, up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh, to his team gave a whistle, and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, Happy Christmas to all, and to all a good night. You've been listening to our special Christmas Eve broadcast. My name has been Nick, and I hope you have a good night. I wish you all a merry, merry Christmas, and I wish you all the sweetest dreams. I've been Nick, and I'll see you later. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. <laughs>